What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome to His Hardline for another episode of 1% with Him. Remember, every day we need to spend at least minimum 15 minutes with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Dig a little bit in the Bible and spend a little time in prayer, you know what I mean? If you can't do that, just join us here at His Hardline. We'll get it done. Drop. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hisheartline.com. We're happy to have you. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're located in the world here in West Michigan. It is a Tuesday afternoon, September 6, 2022. Happy to have you here. I am Jason, your co-host with God and Jesus Christ as the host. They are the boss. They are the ones that run the show around here, and they are at the helm, and they are steering the ship through these crazy, chaotic waters that we call life. They're steering you through that storm. And it is a storm indeed out there. It's just, you know, the world keeps getting nuttier and crazier and just, you know, it makes more and more, uh, it, it makes less and less sense. But like the Bible always says, you know, at least minimum 360 to 365 times or more, depending on the version of the Bible that you have, fear not. You know, because when you don't have any fear and you put your trust, 100% trust and your life over to God's hands, I tell you what, nothing will touch you. He will steer your personal vessel into safe harbor. You'll be able to anchor out and get on solid, dry land. And that's a very important thing. Okay, it's a very important thing. It's called liberty. It's called freedom. So anyway, welcome to His Hard Line. We are you are tuned into another episode of 1% with him for anybody that might be new uh, listening listening to this for the first time the reason it's called 1% with him um, it's kind of right there in the title but uh, i think i can't remember i have i have so many intros that i utilize but 1% with him means spending at least 15 minutes minimum with uh, our lord and savior you know by reading at least a chapter a day in the bible and spending a little rest of that time in prayer it's the best time that you could spend on a daily basis, bar none, because that is the best time that will actually do the most transformation and will actually give you the best um, results in your life if you're looking to make positive change. And so uh, that's why it's called 1% with him. It's a very, very awesome transformation, sometimes a little bit uh, painful, but in a good way, you know. So anyways, we're going to be reading out of the book of Psalm, chapter 18, out of the New American Standard Bible, and it reads, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my Savior, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The ropes of death encompassed me, and the torrents of destruction terrified me. The ropes of Sheol surround me. The snares of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and cried to my God for help. He heard my voice from his temple, and my cry for help before him came into his ears. Then the earth shook and quaked, and the foundations of the mountains were trembling and were shaken. Because he was angry, 
Smoke went up out of his nostrils, and fire from his mouth was devouring coals burned from it. He also bowed, bowed the heavens down low and came down with thick darkness under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew, and he sped on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his hiding place, his canopy around him, darkness of waters, thick clouds. From the brightness before him passed his thick clouds, hailstones, and coal fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals on fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them, and lightning flashes in abundance and routed them. Then the channels of water appeared, and the foundations of the world were exposed by your rebuke, Lord, at the blast of the breath of your nostrils. He sent from on high, he took me, he drew me out of many waters. He saved me from my strong enemy, and from those who hated me, for they were too mighty for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He also brought me out into an open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Let me pause there for a second. Let's go back to verse 18 for a minute. They confronted me in the day of my disaster, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into the open place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is exactly why I say what I say every day at the beginning of the show, that God will steer you. He will help you. Just put your trust in him and he will take delight in you and bring you, you know, he'll, he will bring refuge for you. Continuing. The Lord has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands. He has repaid me, for I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not acted wickedly against my God. For all his judgments were before me, and I did not put away his statutes from me. I was also blameless with him, and I kept myself from my wrongdoing. Therefore, the Lord has repaid me according to my righteousness." According to the cleanness of my hands in his eyes, with the faithful, you show yourself faithful. With the blameless, you prove yourself blameless. With the pure, you show yourself pure. And with the crooked, you show yourself astute. For you save an afflicted people, but you humiliate haughty eyes. For you light my lamp, the Lord my God illumines my darkness. For by you I can run at a troop of warriors, and by my God I can leap over a wall. As for God, his way is blameless. The word of the Lord is refined. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God but the Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who encircles me with strength and makes my way blameless. He makes my feet like a deer's feet and sets me up on high places. He trains my hands for battle so that my arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have also given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand upholds me and your gentleness makes me great. You enlarge my steps under me and my feet have not slipped. I pursued my enemies and overtook them and I did not turn back until they were consumed. I shattered them so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet, for you have encircled me with strength for battle. You have forced those who rose up against me to bow down under me. 
You have also made my enemies turn their backs to me, and I destroyed those who hated me. They cried for help, but there was no one to save. They cried to the Lord, but he did not answer them. Then I beat them fine like the dust before the wind. I emptied them out like the mud of the streets. You have rescued me from the contentions of the people. You have placed me as head of the nations. A people whom I have known, not known, serve me. As soon as they hear, they obey me. Foreigners pretend to obey me. Foreigners lose heart and come trembling out of their fortresses. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted by the God of my salvation. The God who executes vengeance for me and subdues people under me, he rescues me from my enemies. You indeed lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from a violent man. Therefore, I will give thanks to you among the nations, Lord, and I will sing praises to your name. He gives great salvation to his king and shows faithfulness to his anointed, to David and his descendants forever. And that concludes the book of Psalms, chapter 18, verses 1 through 50. Now, what does Psalm chapter 18 mean? We'll just go over just a, a short summary. Now, Psalm 18 is the fourth longest psalm in the book of Psalms. Second Psalm, chapter 22, contains a near, nearly identical speech, and the text found here may be an adapted version of David's praise to be used for worship. And so the introduction refers to the fact that David made this statement as an expression of his love for God. Now, the first section in David's song of praise thanks God for providing rescue. At times in David's life, he was hunted and persecuted. The imagery in this section relates those experiences to the feeling of being tied up or drowning. In response to David's prayer for help, God intervened, and David evokes images of earthquakes, fire, storms, and lightning to depict the power of the Lord's intercession. The result of that rescue was David's victory and security. Now, David credits God with rescuing him and praises the Lord for rewarding his righteousness. Now, while not a perfect man, the pattern of David's life was to honor and obey, you know, obey God. Now, this part of Psalm 18 declares that David's intent was to humble himself before God. Now, in response to those who are merciful, God shows mercy, and those who are arrogant and proud... Well, they can sure be expected to be in ruin. Now, after thanking the Lord for rescue, David turns to celebration of his God-empowered victories. And Scripture certainly supports the idea that David's military success was impressive. Now, this passage uses metaphors such as being agile as a deer, strong enough to bend a bronze bow, having a wide and clear path, and so forth. And while God responded to David's pleas, those who hated God saw no help when facing destruction. As a result of this divine intervention, Israel was safe from her enemies, and many avoided war entirely by submitting to David. And so the psalm closes by summarizing the themes already mentioned, and God is the ultimate foundation of David's life and the reason for all his success. So in response, David will praise and celebrate the Lord. 
And so that is a, uh, that is just a quick um, summary. Now, something to note here with, with what we just read here, you know, we could be sure that we're probably going to see a repeat of this here in our own lifetimes with everything that's going on with the people, the cabal that's, you know, the powers that be, the cabal, right? You know, the elite, everything that's going on. I mean, you look around the world, it's really kind of chaotic if you think about it. You know, you, you look at Germany and you look at other nations, you know, around the world, South America, there's protests that are taking place everywhere. When I say protest, I'm not talking just a few hundred people going down to the local town square and protesting some, you know, nonsense. I'm talking hundred, I'm talking thousands, tens of thousands, if not up into the hundreds of thousands, you know, because of energy crises that are happening around the world. I mean, apparently energy is going through the roof because of some craziness that's going on between Russia and Germany and other, you know, European states. There's a lot of stuff that's taking place around the world. I can't even keep up with it. I couldn't even begin to tell you or begin to start what's actually going on because I really haven't been keeping up with much of it. I see it in passing when I scroll through Telegram, but, you know, that's pretty much all it is, is just in passing. It's like a it's like a blink of an eye. I see it. I read the you know quick headline and a few sentences below that, and I just keep scrolling. And then I quickly forget about it because, you know, out of sight, out of mind. But we got so much nuttiness going on around the world. and one can't help but wonder is any is, this, is any of this ever going to come to a concluding end well eventually i'm sure it will and that's when the lord probably makes his second return right his second coming but until then we have a big fight ahead of us and when i say a fight i don't mean a physical fight i mean some of this fight might be even just you know uh mental and, and spiritual i mean which could be just as exhausting if not more exhausting we have a huge fight ahead of us. We got a lot going on. I was just reading something today. I thought this was very interesting on Telegram. It was a picture of a burger. It looked like a double quarter pounder or whatever from McDonald's. And it says McVaccine burger. I'm like, well, this is interesting. And this is what it reads. It says the mRNA vaccination of animals expected to begin by the end of the year. All around the world countries will be launching a campaign to vaccinate billions of pigs, cows, goats, and sheep over a period of nine months. The massive task is an effort to enhance the biosecurity system of improving animal immunity and eradicating epidemic diseases. Okay, that kind of sounds like it's a good idea, right? But is it? Now, unfortunately, it continues to say, unfortunately, we don't live in a world where avoiding a toxic injection is the only threat. Remember, I said that they will get you one way or another in the conventional medicine industry. The conventional food industry isn't any different. And they are so right. And in their last statement here says, go organic or know your farmers immediately. Yes. Um, this is a big problem. Because as we're discovering more and more by the day, there is proof in more and more cases coming out of people getting injured and dying from the actual mRNA. Uh, and I'm not even called a vaccine. The, 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 well, the clot shot, as some would call it, or the kill shot. All right. And if that offends you, if you have had the shot, well, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm sorry. I will say 
everything is possible, anything's possible through God. Because look, there was enough information and evidence out there, and there was enough naysayers and conspiracy theorists, if you will, that were trying to warn you. But yet there was a big group of people out there that wanted to freaking cheer on, rounding up the unvaccinated into camps and to, to exterminate us. What kind of crap is that? It's not cool. And now the shoe's on the other foot. Except we're not calling for the extermination of the people who are vaxxed. Quite the contrary, we're calling for prayers and hopefully good, solid, miracle-delivered you know, healing from God. Because the fact of the matter is, is these shots, these mRNA shots, are in fact killing people. Well, the people that aren't vaccinated, they need to get to them somehow. So what are they going to do? They're going to vaccinate the animals with these mRNA shots to try to get this, this solution into our bodies. Now, ask yourself, why is this so important to them? These are the type of things that would make someone think that we are just, you know, th there's too much darkness. W what are we going to do, God? You know? But here's the thing. The enemy will always get torn down by God. That's why it's very important. That's why, again, I, I'm going to reiterate this. This is why I always say at the beginning of every show, God and Jesus Christ are the host. They both are the host. They are the ones that run the show. They're the boss. They have the wheel. They're at the helm of this ship. Yes, we are going through a storm. This story I just told you about, about is kind of part of a big swell within the storm. It's trying to knock you out and flip you upside down and drown you. But the thing that you have to remember is we're going to encounter a lot more crap like this, a lot of stories like this, that's going to make people wonder, is God ever going to intervene? The answer is yes. But you got to also keep in mind that it's not just God that has to fight this fight. We as the digital warriors and the remnant for God and Jesus Christ, have to do our part to continue to sound the alarm, be the watchers on the wall, and continue to pray while at the same time fighting this fight on many fronts that we are, you know, on, on different levels that, you, you know, within our um, capable ability. Now, I'm not a military serviceman or a retired veteran, but... What I do know how to do is talk, and, and I know how to talk a lot. I have a big mouth. I am good at that. So this is my weapon of warfare, this microphone, this computer, and the Internet. This is technically a weapon of warfare. There are some people out there who specialize in mixed martial arts. Their hands and their self-discipline is their weapon of warfare. Just like a gun just like knives or a sword, samurai sword, those are weapons of warfare, just like a jet or just like a pen. There are many, many, many weapons of warfare out there, and it's up to us to understand what our specific gift is that God granted to us, because God's not just going to fight the battle for us. We have to participate in our own rescue. And in order to participate in our own rescue, we need to recognize what our specific gift is that was granted to us by God, because God uses every single one of us for his fight. We have one 
hell of a warfare going on here, and it's mostly informational. It's very interesting. But again, as it says in verse 47 here in chapter 18, the God who executes vengeance for me and subdues people under me, he rescues me from my enemies. You indeed lift me up, lift me above those who rise up against me. You rescue me from a violent man. And that's what these people are. They're violent men and women who are the powers that are still struggling to be. But guess what? They are going to fall. They are falling. And a lot of them have already fall, fallen. But yet there's still quite a bit going on out there. I have an interesting show that I'm going to put together. It's about um, now it's not going to go live. I'm actually going to have to put it on, you know, put it together on the back end, because like I said, I'm going to be out of the studio, but I still want to put something together that I can release on Friday for you. I won't have a 1% with him on Wednesday, tomorrow morning or tomorrow or Thursday, but I will have something that I will drop on Friday for you, possibly Thursday night if I'm feeling a little froggy and, you know, whatever. Um, but I might drop it even Thursday. That said, it's very interesting that you listen to it because it is a um, it's a woman. She speaks for about 28 minutes. It's a 28 minute long clip. But it's very important you listen to that because um, and I just I, I, I just saw it hit rumble today on a channel that I follow called Clearview. Very interesting. But you should really give it a listen to. Because it pretty much summarizes exactly the kind of evil that we're dealing with. It, 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 she breaks it down. I've never heard anybody break down such an evil in the amount of time and that she did. You, you know, you figure 28 minutes, almost a half hour is a long time. No, not really. Not when you, not when you, not when you break down the kind of, you know, evil that's out there trying to come after us. And that's trying to exterminate us and trying to enslave us. So I do encourage you to check that out. Um, like I said, there's going to be some commentary with me on, you know, from me on that. Um, and like I said, I'm going to do that recording on the back end. Um, I'm not going to do it here on Podbean, but I will drop it either Thursday evening or Friday morning, one way or another. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we have to make sure that we always give thanks to God for all that he does for us. Because Without God and Christ, we're toast. We always have to make sure we proceed forward on a righteous path and make sure that we always, that our footsteps are always in lockstep with God's path. And so that's pretty much really all I got for you today. I thought this was an excellent read. I was actually happy to see it this morning. But anyway, that's pretty much all I got. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think there is, but I guess we will pray. And then I'm going to uh, come back here in five minutes. I got another show I'm going to do, the His Hardline Discussion. Come join us. Um, and then I got to go pack up a few things. And uh, we're going to go visit my in-laws at their cottage. So that'll be kind of fun. So... Let's do a prayer. Heavenly Father, as usual, like we sound like a broken record, but I know you don't ever get tired of hearing it because we are very thankful for another day of life. Uh, like somebody said here in the chat board, every day is a gift, and we thank you for this gift of life and good health. And we pray every day that you help us stay wise enough to keep our health in check and balanced and in, you know, in abundance. 
because without our good health, we really have nothing else. And so I do pray that you not only continue to bless me and my family with good health, but all the people that listen here, that come to this channel, and even people that don't come to this channel, even the people that haven't discovered this place yet. I ask for the prayers of the, you know, the unknown uh, listeners that have yet to been able to discover His Hard Line. And here at His Hard Line, I thank you for this platform, Father, because we are here to make sure we hold that line for you and your son. Make sure the enemy does not cross it. That's what we are here to do. So continue, us, continue to give us your orders, your decrees, um, and we'll follow them. We will follow them as closely as we possibly can. Um, and always make sure you, you know, deliver us, you know, that, that strong shield, you know, that armor that nothing, you know, no schemes by the devil will ever penetrate this armor. And we just thank you every day that you allow us to roll out of bed and stand up on our own two feet. So thank you for that. And we pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all I have for you today. I'm going to be back here on the other side to do a His Hardline discussion. Um, it's called Strong Families, Strong Nation. So come check that out. All right. See you on the other side in about five minutes. Thank you for joining us here at His Our Line for another episode of 1% with Him. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for the day. Thank you for joining us here at His Heart Line. Remember, we need to spend at least 15 minutes each day with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is literally 1% of our time on a daily basis. Spend a little time in the Bible, spend some time in prayer. And you'd be amazed what Jesus will do to you. And don't forget to check out our website, www.hishardline.com, for all the latest updates.